This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English, episode number 226, baby. Oh yeah, and in today's episode I have something interesting for you today because, you know, usually on Rock and Roll English there's not a lot of interesting stuff, is there? But in today's episode I do have something useful and interesting for you because I speak to one of my colleagues from work. Yes, that's right. The very first time on this podcast, I speak to someone that I currently work with. And I was actually a bit anxious talking to someone from work. I don't really know why. I think because it's always been separate in the past. Rock and roll English, my work. But for this episode, I brought them together. I just thought I'd mention this because, you know, I wanted to let you know we all worry about things, don't we? This is episode number 226 for me, and I still sometimes get a bit nervous when recording. So it's okay to shit yourself. Anyway, her name is Sophia, and she does some really, really amazing work with teenagers. Very inspiring stuff. In fact, Sophia is such a great person. She kind of makes me feel a bit bad about myself and makes me think I should be a better person. But, you know, that's something for the future. Never mind. So, yes, she helps teenagers. So that's what we speak about in today's episode. We speak about growing up in Britain when we were teenagers. Um, Sophia is actually from Scotland, which is part of Britain, just in case you're not sure. It is a bit confusing, isn't it? Great Britain, the United Kingdom. It's all a bit confusing. And there are some differences between England and Scotland. And I learned some of them as well in today's episode. As I always say, every day is a school day. Um, But one important word that you need to know for this podcast is the word arse or the word bum. The same thing. You might be familiar with the American version of that word, which is ass. But, you know, it's all the same thing. And if you don't know what I'm talking about... It's basically the part of the body where shit comes out of, okay? You can't get a better, a clearer explanation than that, can you? So, yes, as I said, that's an important word. And just quickly, remember that part three of the Rock and Roll Vocabulary Bible is coming out tomorrow. It's an ebook that I've created. It's totally free and you can get it by signing up to my email list on my website and the membership to the Rock and Roll English family will be open very soon. Um, So, yes, speaking of my website, remember all of the rock and roll vocabulary from this episode will be on the website, rockandrollenglish.com slash episode 226. Anyway, I will speak to you all again at the end. In the meantime, happy listening. Hello, Sophia, and welcome to Rock and Roll English. Hi, great to see you. Great to see you too. Um, You have the honour of being the first person that I work with um, to be on the show. So congratulations for that. And also the very first Scottish person to be on the show. So two fantastic honours. Wow, what an honour. I hope that you can understand me. Um, that's one of the things I wanted to ask you, actually. Does that does that get annoying, people asking you that all the time? Do people have difficulty understanding you? Because I think it's, I think it's rubbish, really. 
It does happen when I go to England. I have to keep repeating myself and they don't want to accept my money. Okay, yeah. Um, so when you go to England, that really strange country so far away from <laughs> yeah. Scotland. And yeah, many people I don't think know this, that we have pounds in England and Scotland. It's the same thing. But if you have Scottish pounds in England, people don't like it, do they? No. No, they don't. Um, anyway, so um, on to today's show. Before we start the show, do you know how we start Rock and Roll English, a, a normal show? I think you've listened to a few episodes, haven't you? Yep, I have, whilst cleaning my bathroom. Okay, yep, good, a great time to listen. <laughs> so do you know how we start the show? I think you start with a little intro, a little jingle. Uh, you failed the test, but um, never Sorry. mind. The, the correct answer was with a review, okay? So um, this review is from Pro Omid Jahangir. As always, apologies for the pronunciation. And it says, thanks to Martin for his, his outstanding podcast. I fell head over heels with it when I first listened to it for the first time. Since then, I have been listening to your podcast on a regular basis. It appears that I'm quite addicted to it. If I don't listen, I feel something is missing. It is hugely useful to my English. I feel I became fluent enough to native speaker. I have an IELTS test ahead of me in two or three months, and I feel your podcast has tremendously helped me to get the correct pronunciation. Thanks to all of your friends. Love you all. You are doing a fantastic job. So thank you very much for that. Pro Omid Janga here, and as always, apologies for the pronunciation. Um, so, Sophia, on to today's show, okay? Um, I think we're ex we're exactly the same age, um, I believe, aren't we? I think so. Okay. But you can say your age first. <laughs> I think most people might know mine, so we won't mention um, any more about that because, you know, it's not polite to ask a woman. Um, so we're talking about um, being a teenager, okay, in Britain, because, you know, even though you come from that country so far away, that is still part of Britain at the moment. Um, so I thought we could talk about that, okay? And, you know, yeah. starting school, because I believe it's the same system up there in Scotland, isn't it? It's it's not so different. No, it's mostly the same, except maybe our exams are different. Oh, right. Oh, fuck. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. well, that's actually one thing that I was going to be talking about. But um, so speaking of exams, obviously at school, you we start secondary school, as we call it, at 11 um, in Britain. Is it the same in Scotland? Yeah. Yeah, 11, 12. Okay, 11, 12. Why? It's it's just 11 in England. Is it like 12 if you're stupid and <laughs> then you have to like, you get held back a year? I started at 12. Were you one of the stupid people that got held back one year? <laughs> I don't think so. We don't have middle school, for example. Yeah, no, uh, we don't either. But it's just school at 11, which is a strange thing because primary school goes from 4 to 11. So you finish primary school and you think you're the king of the playground and the school. And then you go to secondary school and there are people that have got like facial hair and beards. And you think like, fuck, like this is, this is scary. Was yeah. it, was it the same for you? Yeah, those first days were, were really scary. And I remember like the older kids and the final year, we we were told to ask them if we got lost to help us get to our classrooms and they'd always take us in the wrong direction and then just <laughs> and then just leave us standing there and run away 
so helpful yeah so helpful yeah um yeah i remember getting on the bus and one of the bigger kids i don't know what specifically what year of school he was in and i remember i was sitting there and he got on the bus late um and there were no more seats and he just simply said to me get up <laughs> i mean i i followed the orders immediately yeah. and very much uh, just gave him my seat said you know enjoy the ride have a great bus ride sir um, and i'm going to try and stand as far away from you now as possible so um, yeah th those were some of the early years but then in the early years especially we had these school discos did you have them as well oh my god yeah i cringe <laughs> just thinking about them uh, yeah cringe lovely word there like a horrible face just think oh god that's actually a perfect way i think to describe cringe just like that sound um yeah same here actually especially you know towards the end of the night when you were i don't know like drunk on orange juice or coca-cola <laughs> um so remember this is kind of like 11 12 at this time and then they put on the slow song yeah and you you find that girl um certainly as a you know a boy the thing for me was always like you're dancing and you would just basically moving left to right, you know, nothing, nothing special. But you got the you. That means that you got a last dance then. Well, I mean, not always, but I mean, once in particular, I do remember. I, I remember having my first. I would say kiss, but I like to refer to it as snog. Okay, because um, it, I suppose the different snog is like tongues are involved. Yeah. Okay, it's like it's like big boy shit, um, and yeah, that was. A, a school disco and yeah even like with your hands you're thinking right okay i've got them like on her side and you think i'm just going to move these down 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 and then you think okay now my hand <laughs> is touching ass and it oh, what an experience That's quite an x-rated school disco that didn't really happen in my school i mean just just touching like you know not under the clothes kind of like everyone could see the hand yeah. it was like not down in it, it was definitely not inside the underwear it was very much outside but you know just a, a little hand on the arse that that didn't happen where you were no i mean i was lucky even if i got a last dance that's why it's so cringy <laughs> i would spend like all month waiting for this school disco to get the last dance with the boy i fancied and then i had to watch him snogging someone else <laughs> it's tragic I'm laughing, um, but I shouldn't be. I mean, that that happened to me as well. I'm, I'm just, I blocked out all of the other ones just to think of that that one time. That one time. <laughs> oh, what, still the best day of my life um, up until now. Uh, what a day. Uh, but yeah, school discos could very much be like that. You know, heartbreak at the end of the night and, you know, going and drowning your sorrows with Coca-Cola. So a nice term they drown your sorrows normally when you feel sorry for yourself you maybe drink alcohol but obviously at 11 probably wasn't the case um so another thing of like teenagers is like your adoring love of celebrities did you have any posters on your walls when you when you were a child or a teenager i always had someone up there it changed periodically mm. do you remember the band five Oh, do I? If you get the feeling, let's have the dreaming. Oh, we're getting down tonight. It's just from the corner. Tell me if you want a fight, we'll make you feel alright. What a band. <laughs> At one point, there was a guy rich from that. And thinking back, that was just like the shittest band. I can't even believe I had that on my wall. 
I'm, I'm, I'm not having that. So I'm not having it. I'm not accepting it. That They were a quality band. I still listen to them sometimes on Spotify. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> just, just to relive <laughs> those times. Um, I mean, that's the thing. A lot of that music essentially isn't actually great, but it just reminds me of those times of like, you know, putting my hand on a girl's ass for the first yeah. time. So, you know, it's just just great memories. Great, great yeah, memories. Yeah, I have to say, ni- 90s music is by far the best. I mean, I found this 90s playlist on Spotify and I'm just listening to it now on repeat <laughs> every day. I'm just like living in this 90s bubble, basically. Oh, oh I, I'm the same. I, I still refuse to accept that the 90s are over. Yeah. Um, and or, or even some days where I do accept it, I kind of think, well, it was only, the 90s only finished like two or three years ago. Um which I, th- I think 21 years is the actual answer now. but um, Yeah, scary. Yeah, it, it's not good. Okay, so moving on. Otherwise, this is turning into the school disco now, isn't it? Of like yeah. the, depressing, <laughs> the, the depressing end of the night. So um, um, moving on. One of the things um, on the websites I read, it said if you, if you were a teenager in the US, you probably spent... Um, time hanging out with your friends at what they call the I think the pronunciation is the mall the mall I don't know the shopping center basically Um, and it said if you were a teenager in the UK you probably spent um, all of your time in a park getting drunk um, on cheap alcohol Um, was was that the case in Scotland as well Um, yeah there was the local park around the corner yeah did you have some good times in the local park not always because you know you had to be in the cool group to do that and what a lot of people don't know because they tried to hide that but you're bringing out all these embarrassing memories (laughs) I was never in the cool group I was just I wasn't in like the really geeky group I was somewhere in between ah okay and I wasn't really noticed until like maybe my last year at high school when I started like straightening my hair and Okay. I, I actually won an award my last year of school. For for, for what? You, you, was you... the word was the award like the most improved girl? <laughs> because you the <laughs> way you just worse. described that story the way you described that story, that sounds like how it's gonna finish because you said I wasn't noticed and then I got um, I was noticed in the last year because I'd straightened my hair and I won an, an award. But what was the award actually for? So we're at the the last, um, it, it wasn't the school disco, it was the school prom in our last okay. year. So we all had our ball gowns on and we had this award ceremony and uh, I got best bum. <laughs> so all those years, boys not taking an interest in me, the guy I fancied didn't ask me out, but they were all staring at my ass. <laughs> I mean, the fact that there was an award yeah. for the best ass is unbelievable. There was. I mean, quite an award to win, though. I mean, that must have been a proud moment. Yep, thinking back. And my brother won it too a few years ago. So, you know, runs in the family. <laughs> oh, lovely. A lovely term as well, then. Runs in the family. Yeah. Like all of the family have it. Um, what were some of the other awards, just out of interest? There was like the most underrated girl, the most overrated boy. The most overrated <laughs> boy. I mean, I mean yeah. the person that won that. I mean, what what was his award winning speech? <laughs> oh, thank you so much. It's so emotional to win the most overrated. But was this like official or 
was this just kind of like between friends, like no one knew? No, this was like the official, like the last um, event that we had at school. We got taken to this castle. Was it Edinburgh Castle? No, not as, <laughs> come on. I didn't go to private school. I, I, I still can't believe that. Did you have to give a speech when you won? And did you say, like, I have to thank my mum and dad for this wonderful arse that I have? I, honestly, I can't remember because I was so embarrassed. Um, I think I just said thank you and ran back to my seat with my certificate, but I've still got it. <laughs> I can't believe I still can't believe there was an award for best ass. Yeah. Um and most overrated boy. I mean, that's a horrible thing because you know, he must I'm sure he went home crying after that and probably thought I thought I was popular. Um but I'm not. Yeah. And this is just the proof and now I have a certificate to prove it. Um wow, that that's unbelievable, but um still congratulations again for Best ass. It's you, your story had a happy ending though, because, like you said, you you had the difficult time at the school discos. But I mean, are there any better awards than best ass? No, I think I got I got the best for sure. Exactly. Um, but okay. But moving away from asses, um, another thing which is common um, in the UK um, is for teenagers is having a side job often known as maybe a Saturday job because yeah. you go to school and then you have your job. Um, normally you're 16 when you get that, but when you're a bit younger, you can maybe get a job. My dream was to deliver papers, um, to be a paper boy. Big dreams. Yeah, uh, exactly. Really aiming to, to the top. And I remember thinking if I get this job, it will be amazing, but I don't, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't cut out to be a um, paper boy, obviously. So I wasn't cut out to be one. I wasn't, I wasn't capable of it, I suppose. So I never got that job. But I did get a job at a supermarket working at Asda when I was 16 and still very proud of my items per minute when I, I think they'd never seen anything like it. It was just like boop, 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 boop. I was putting th things through at a speed you just could not believe well, but um what about you did you have a saturday job i did and you won't believe me when i say it was the best time of my life and i actually wrote an instagram post about this recently i worked oh at, actually i saw that i worked yeah. at burton menswear oh wow and it it really became a little family and the the i just had the best time of my life i worked there for 10 years for 10 years i started on my 16th birthday and I worked there on and off for 10 years. Okay, so on and off, like a bit yes and then a bit no, maybe probably when you were going to university, come exactly. back um, in the summer. Um, so Burton's Menswear, just in case people don't know, is a shop that obviously sells like men's clothes. Um, do you think they hired you? Did you take your certificate of best <laughs> ass to the job interview to say like, you know, you've this is a men's shop. If you give me this job, like, you know, I've got the best R. So is that what helped you get the job? Uh, quite possibly, yeah. And I did get a date after my first couple of months working there. So, you know, okay. I, did, I did not bad. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. Um, I, I also look back at that period and think, oh, that was fantastic. Um, and I enjoyed it. But then I kind of remember going to work, usually hungover and thinking, yeah. I really could not think of anything I want to do less than sit on a till 
at a supermarket going boop, 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 boop for the next eight hours. And I used to absolutely hate it. But in my mind now, I kind of think, oh, no, it was great. But it really wasn't. It really wasn't. So as well in, in well, in England, you, you mentioned your exams, actually. In England, we have the what we call GCSEs. Do you, do you not have these? We have similar exams, but they're called standard grades in Scotland. Okay. What, you can only get a standard. You, can you not do very well? Don't be racist against Scottish people. No, I think they're the same. I think they just have different names. Oh, right. Okay. Um, because, well, my sort of theory of this, um, and even now, is you could basically do nothing in school until you did those exams. And then you can basically just do well yeah. in them. But one of the kind of depressing things about um, the school system i suppose in the uk is that they give you sets so at the beginning you maybe you're in set one for maths or set one for english maybe a lower set and i i was like terrible at science and i was in like i don't know set four or something like that for science and then when you do your exams i had to do what was known as the foundation paper um and so that the maximum you can get on the exam is a c and it was just such a depressing thing, thinking even if I get 100% on this exam, like the, the maximum you can aim for is a C. Um, I mean, I got my C, so I was happy. But at the same time, it was a depressing feeling. Was this the, the same in Scotland? Yeah, I remember we had like foundation general papers, but um, mm. that that's not a cringy memory. Thankfully, I didn't have to okay. do that. But yeah, I do remember those days sitting in, in in the exam hall. Yeah, I mean, very nervous those those days, no? Horrible. Yeah. Um, and then even more nervous. So this is like basically the end of school now. Um, because I think, in a, you know, again, in America, that they have like a graduation. Um, in the UK, you just have to go in to get your exam results during the summer, don't you? Because you normally do your exams in like, I don't know, June and then your results come out in yeah. like August. So this is like middle of the summer when no one goes to school and then everyone has to go to school. Everyone gets at nine o'clock and they give you an envelope with your exam results in. And when they give you that envelope, like your heart is just like coming out of your chest, no? Well, in Scotland, it's a little bit different because you get your exam results in the post. Oh, oh, that's so much better. So you don't even have that kind of like final time of like going into school. Because you oh, get your results okay. and then that's it. That that's that sounds a bit better actually, less worrying. And then everyone's saying, "What yeah. did you get? What did you get?" And I and I say, "Well, I got a C in science, so um, don't worry about that." But speaking of last days, um, before the exams, actually, again in in England, we everyone comes in with a shirt, and then so everyone in school writes on your shirt for the last day. This, was this the same with you? We had to, um, on our ties. Everyone wrote messages on our ties. Okay. I mean, the tie, there's not much space on a tie though, is no. there? <laughs> but I wasn't in the cool group, remember, Martin? So I didn't have that many names on mine. Well, I mean, on my shirt, like, it's a nice idea of people like writing like a message, like good luck kind of thing for the rest of your life. But in reality, most of my friends just drew penises on, <laughs> on my shirt, which... So it's a lovely memory. I've still got that shirt somewhere full of penises. Um, I think it's just because the penis is such an easy thing to draw. Yeah. Um, and so, and that's basically the the end of life um, as a teenager in Britain. Then you go off and go to university and stuff like this. Um, but 
So, Sophia, tell us something about how you help teenagers because you do some wonderful work. So tell us how you help teenagers. Well, I think because, you know, I was so fond of my teenage years and I think, you know, I can really understand what teenagers go through, you know, all these cringy things that we've just talked about. So I work quite closely with teenagers as a youth coach Mm -hmm. and I also teach English. I work a lot with teenage classes and I'm just really there as a mentor and a coach to help them through these difficult transitional periods and, you know, making big life decisions like choosing what you need to go to Mm. and what career path to follow. And I think, you know, just because I've been there, I know... I know what it's like. It's it's not an easy time. Of course. And I mean, I've seen some of the things your teenagers do and they do some wonderful things, even talking about their feelings. I, I never thought it's incredible. I never thought I would see a teenager talking about their feelings. But that's what some of the teenagers that you work with do. Yeah, I think, you know, because I'm I'm like really honest. So what you see is what you get. And if, if a teenager asks me an honest question, I'm going to answer, even if it's like really embarrassing or mm. whatever. So I think that just giving them that permission, it allows them to open up. And then I've noticed, like you said, like they want to share their feelings, even like on Instagram, for example. Yeah, wow. It's um, really inspiring. Yes, absolutely. The stuff I've seen is really inspiring. So anyway, tell us where we can find out more about the work that you do. So my coaching site is Fierce Life Coaching. Mm-hmm. So if you look for that on Instagram, mm-hmm. you'll find me. That's where I hang out most of the time. And from there, you can go on my website through my through the link in my bio and reach out and send me a message. Okay, I will put links to this um, in the show notes anyway. Um, so anyway, thanks a lot, Sophia, for your time. And hopefully we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, so that was me and Sophia talking about our teenage years and great bums. So let's have a look at some of this rock and roll vocabulary. There wasn't actually much today because, you know, I was too focused on the conversation. Um, A conversation, obviously, I enjoyed a lot thinking of those years. But yes, let's have a look. Um, Sophia used the word cringe. That's such an important word. When you cringe, she said she cringes thinking about the school discos. As we described it perfectly in the episode, it's just like... like you're making that face of just like what was I doing that is when you cringe or you can decide not decide you can describe something as cringy I then mentioned you can drown your sorrows with coca-cola when you don't get the last dance that you wanted at the school disco so normally you drown your sorrows when you lose something and I don't know you drink a bottle of whiskey just to get drunk and just forget about it. It is a little bit more difficult to do with Coca-Cola, but maybe also possible. One thing I forgot to mention was when Sophia mentioned her school prom, when she won the award for best arse, she was wearing her ball gown. That's a lovely word. That's the dress that women wear for really special occasions, like a really elegant event. You need a ball gown. The type of event where you win an award for best ass. We also use the, t- the term when you feel sorry for yourself. That's a lovely term. Really, really common. To basically take pity on yourself. 
Then Sophia told us that her brother also won the award for best ass, best bum. So it runs in the family. That's a lovely term as well. Maybe you are a fantastic tennis player, for example, and then your daughter is a fantastic tennis player. Then it runs in the family. Um, I mentioned I wasn't cut out to be a paper boy, so I wasn't given the abilities by God, let's say, to be a paper boy, just like I'm not cut out to be a dancer, for example. Obviously, I wasn't cut out to be a paperboy either. Sophia told us she worked at Burton's Menswear, lovely shop, on and off for 10 years. So on and off, you do a bit, you stop, you start, you stop, on and off. And at the end, something else I forgot to mention was when Sophia said, I'm an honest person, so what you see is what you get. That's such a great term, really, really common It's quite obvious what it means, but just something to memorise, to put in your vocab book. Just remember that as it is. What you see is what you get. You can see me. This is how I am. And that is also the type of thing that is in the Rock and Roll Vocabulary Bible, which, remember, you can get free by signing up for my email list. Part three comes out tomorrow, so don't miss it. I hope to see you all soon. Remember to check out the show notes. You can also find Sophia there as well. And especially if you are a teenager, make sure you check out Sophia's stuff because it is absolutely brilliant. I will see you all again in a couple of weeks. I will let you know about the membership to the Rock and Roll English family. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.